Well, all of the readings today have uh, some pretty hard words, hard words of God, I'd say. Uh, especially the, the first reading here from the book of the prophet Amos, um, we see how much God cares about the poor and the disadvantaged and the oppressed. And the, um, now, I think as a result of hundreds of years, really, of Christian influence on Western society, we do in the modern world treat the, the poor better than they were treated in ages past. And when I say ages past, I mean like in 3,000 years ago. Okay, 2,000 years ago. Um, but there's always room for improvement. And, you know, human beings are... Uh, kind of intrinsically selfish because of our fallen human nature. So there's always a tendency to kind of forget the poor and the disadvantaged. So there's always a necessity and a need to, to continue to remind ourselves and to remember this. Um, and the way that certain social services are set up today, there's no doubt that people of a lower socioeconomic strata can sometimes learn how to play the game and they can be at fault for not taking responsibility for themselves and their families, so forth and so on. And all of that's very true. Uh, but then at the same time, it's also true that those who are of a higher socioeconomic strata can become selfish and just think about themselves and their own well-being and their own families and not care about the poor. So, I mean, there's... And one will complain about the other one. Usually I think it's the higher strata complaining about the lower um, and saying, well, those people, they never take care of themselves. You know, uh, they got to have some res- personal responsibility. You know, I worked hard for everything I've got. How come they don't just go out and get a job? You know, and again, there's some measure of truth to that kind of reply. But at the same time, there's a certain kind of poverty that is not easily reducible to monetary poverty. Um, Oftentimes people in higher socioeconomic stratas were born into better families. Their families were intact. So that's a kind of wealth that they didn't earn. It was just given to them by providence. Okay. Uh, oftentimes they have a higher, quite frankly, IQ. It's not something you earn. It's just something given to you. So there's a lot of advantages and opportunities that oftentimes people in higher social stratas have that the people in the lower social stratas don't have. And they are disadvantaged, not just in terms of less money, but in terms of uh, less uh, heritage, less that's been given to them genetically, in terms of family and culture and all of these certain things. And that's a real form of poverty and a real form of disadvantage and this is the way that God distributes fortune, okay? And he's wise, and he knows how to give people some people better fortune and some less fortune. And uh, the disequality of fortune that God distributes in the world is there so that uh, the poor would learn not to be envious and the rich would learn to be generous and help out the poor. So uh, I think this is something we can take away from uh, Amos. We see God's very, very deep concern for the poor and, uh, you know, really anger, you can see. Uh, now, we have to understand God doesn't get angry 
like we get angry, but the point is, is he inspires the prophet to speak in this manner because he wants to let us know that this is a very important issue for him. Now, one of the things I'd, I'd like to do, I've been thinking about it and talking about it with people for the past year, is I'd like to um, get in, I'd like the parish to get in uh, connection with a program out there. It's called Family Promise. It's a really nice program. It's kind of a tested and tried program. It's been up and running for the past 30-plus years. It's a nationwide program. And uh, oftentimes when the poor are ministered to, you have you have homes for men, homes for women, and that's kind of like that's how... You, you, that's, that's how it works. But for this, is a, focuses on a family, on a, a man and a woman and their children, whether they're married or not, of course. But the point is, is you get, you, it's a couple and they've got kids and they're trying to take care of their kids. And uh, oftentimes there's not a lot of resources for people in that situation. So Family Promise meets that, that, um, that situation. And what you have is... Um, it's a program that, uh, there's two places. The, um, the old parsonage at the Presbyterian Church here in Lyons is going to be used for their day center, but they need night centers for the people to sleep. And so then there's host churches all over the county, Wayne County, that will be doing this. And uh, I'd like, to, like it that St. Michael's would be one of the host churches. And what that requires, it requires four weeks of the year for us, not not successive weeks, but four weeks, you know, every three months, one week every three months or so, something like that, um, whereby we have a, a whole group of volunteers, not just us, but, you know, any, we, we try to recruit the Presbyterians and the Methodists and, you know, all the, all the Christians in the area here in Lyons uh, and get help from people in Clyde and whatnot. And uh, we are a host church for the, the night center for these people. And the program works pretty well. They usually, uh, a given family is in it for about, uh, I think they said an average of 30 days or 40 days just to kind of get them back and they feeds them back into the work force. So it's not this kind of black hole that you're just putting all this effort and money down to, but it's, it's there to get these people sustainable on their own and it helps them if they're in between jobs and things like that. So uh, it sounds like a really good program. Looked into it, and uh, what I what we need are we need two individuals. I can't do this myself, but I need two individuals to really head this up to recruit volunteers and so forth and so on. Uh, I think it's doable. All things considered, I think it's doable, um, and I'm going to be personally trying to get those two. It's the two head people that are the most important thing. It's, I really need these two, these two people who have a burden for this. And I'm going to try to appeal to people in Clyde and people here. But if this appeals to any of you, please step forward or think about it, talk about it with others. Uh, and I'm going to be making phone calls and personal visits and that kind of stuff. Um, the one thing that's, that could be positive that could come out of it by way of evangelization, too, is uh, if you get, it's an opportunity to get young people involved. You know, when the volunteer for that given week when we're hosting a family, we get the young people involved and they learn how to, you know, Stop thinking about their own little lives and they exercise charity towards those who are disadvantaged. Um, and uh, it's a way for God's grace to enter into their hearts and maybe maybe capture uh, their their hearts and their minds for the gospel. So it's kind of a, there's multiple benefits to this. Please keep this in prayer and uh, speak about it to uh, anybody that, that you think might be interested. And I hope we can get it off the ground. If not, then 
I don't know, but I hope we get it off the ground.